If you're anything like me, at some point or another along your creative journey in this industry, whether you're a freelancer, a studio, or an in-house designer, you may have asked yourself, should I start a blog? Are blogs even still a thing? And today I'm going to dive into my experience having a blog, the benefits I think that they can have in our business, and some things you might want to consider before diving in. You're listening to the Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Print Life Podcast. So today we're going to talk about something that I'm no expert on, but I have a lot of experience with, and that is all around having a blog. When I first started out as a freelancer and wanted to grow my client list, and I knew, I knew in the back of my mind, I was going to be a studio. One of the questions I would ask myself is, do I need a blog? Is a blog a thing my business needs? Are blogs going to be around in 10 years from now? And if I could go back to the beginning, it's definitely something I would have maintained and stayed consistent with and really used it to drive traffic to my website. Now, whether or not you want to drive traffic to your website is going to be on a case-by-case basis. We all have different types of businesses we're running. We all work with our clients in different ways. You may be an in-house designer, um, kind of working with clients on the side, doing custom commissions. You may be into licensing your work. You may have your stuff on POD sites or other platforms. You may sell through Spoonflower, or perhaps you work with a print design studio. You may be a print design studio. And I have to say that for many of us, it's going to benefit us to drive traffic to our site in one way or another. So do I need a blog? For me, the answer was yes. And when I first started out in the industry, I would blog about music that it was inspiring me to design. I would blog about um, certain things I saw on the runway. I would blog about color. Really, I was just writing about stuff that I enjoyed. But what I quick, quickly realized is when it you don't have a plan for the blog or you don't know what purpose it's serving or why you're doing it, it falls away very quickly because it can be time consuming when there's no plan in place for what that content's going to be, how you're going to you know, put it together or how often you're going to deliver it, how you're going to utilize it to drive traffic to your site, how well it works with what you're doing, the scope of what your work is and how you work with your clients. So if I could go back in time, <laughs> I definitely would have had a better game plan for my blog in the beginning because what ended up happening for me is I let it go completely. I completely got rid of it. And having updated and changed my website so many times at this point, that SEO, that time that you put in, all that effort and energy, it's just kind of gone. And now having White Buffalo Studio, having a blog, I 
went back and forth on what kind of content. I wasn't really sure what I wanted it to be when I started it again. And again, it fell away. So now I'm super excited to be kind of going really all in on our blog. And I think that it's important because it not only does it help you kind of show up in search results uh, with a lot more ease for clients if you're using the proper key terms and you know the SEO will really help you if you use like Yoast SEO when you write your blog posts to help drive that traffic to your page when people are looking up certain things. So I will say if you're a surface pattern or print designer who is trying to work with clients, um, maybe you license your work, maybe you have stuff on other platforms. I think a blog can be a really great way to not only have a fun kind of creative outlet where you can play with what kind of content you want to put out there, but depending on what the posts are about and the keywords that you use, you can really drive traffic to your site or to the products that you're putting out there on other people's platforms. Ways that you can benefit from having a blog um, as a surface pattern and print designer would be to post about new collections you're making, post about your process. Maybe you did a tie-dye collection and you snapped some photos of yourself doing it and you want to chat a little bit about your process. Um, you could also post when you attend trade shows and show pictures. You can post you know, when you go on trips where you're gathering inspiration or maybe you shopped a store and you took some pictures and you're finding inspiration for a new collection. I find that there's so many different ways that we can share that will really give us a good result when it comes to driving traffic to our website. Now, if you're like me, this was a tough choice for me because we're a studio. I'm not really trying to drive traffic to our website from like the general public because we don't let just anybody into our shop, right? We vet clients before we give them access or we, we do the outreach and invite people into the shop, right? Because the artwork is exclusive and it's copyright. So for me, it was hard to say, well, why am I driving traffic? This is kind of why I gave up the blog. A long time ago I thought why am I driving traffic to our website why would I want to do that right but what I didn't understand at the time was SEO and if I would have continued to blog about trends and blog about color and blog about prints and things I'm seeing in the marketplace then when a client searches for something in particular for in our case for example boho prints swimwear prints exclusive prints fashion prints and I was using those keywords we would probably uh, we could have potentially got a lot of extra business by just that searchability factor because we're using those keywords. And I highly recommend to anybody who has the time to start thinking about when you might want to incorporate something like that into your business. Um, I think that the key thing that you would want to consider if you do decide to go this route that I have seen myself already go through a couple times is having a really solid plan for the purpose of the content, who your audience is, who you're trying to connect with when you put that content on your site, and then of course deciding how you're going to drive traffic. And Pinterest is a really solid way to utilize, to drive traffic to your site really, to be able to pin directly from your blog or to set up really beautiful um, you know, you can set up a really beautiful post in Canva and then you can pin it and it's driving traffic to your blog. And every time you put a blog post out, you can create a new pin, pin it to Pinterest, 
and let that go to that URL of your blog post. I have found that now that I'm not just, you know, selling prints, but we also have a trend service and I'm also working with designers and I have, you know, the educational pieces of my business now that having that blog um, has been really helpful because it is driving traffic to our site now, but from designers, which is what I want to do a little bit more of. And having that plan in place first is going to make all the difference because it's going to be very clear then what that content is going to be. And then once you know what the content is and you know the purpose of having the blog, then putting the right keywords in there that you know whatever clients you're trying to drive to the blog or whoever general public you're trying to drive to the blog, you'll be able to know which keywords you want to use. And then it's, it's feeling very intentional and targeted. And then you can be very consistent because if you know the purpose and you know what kind of content, then you can kind of plan that out. You can make sure you've got your keywords ready to go and you can set up your pins so that you're posting to Pinterest consistently and driving traffic to your blog. This can work for a variety of surface pattern and print designers. Even if you just did a blog post once a month and let's say for example, you have collections on Spoonflower and you just launched a new collection, and let's say your prints are typically for people who make things for the home, like curtains or pillowcase covers, or maybe they're buying something from a POD site, you would want to make sure you know you're speaking to a specific type of buyer, and that those keywords would be incorporated into that blog post. But you could easily just every month you put a new collection up on somebody's platform, you could write about that collection. You can share some inspirational pieces. You can share some of the actual artwork, and then you can link to your Spoonflower shop or link to the POD site or link to the studio you're working with or the trade show that you're going to be at and really try and drive that traffic to that post. And then make sure you're auditing, of course, every few months to see if it's working for you. And I think that In the long run, I think that this is going to be more beneficial for those of us in this part of the industry, because as we all see, when we're just pinning things to Pinterest or we're just on Instagram, we're seeing things kind of quiet down. Whereas if you're going to invest the time into trying to grow your audience, trying to connect with the right buyers, trying to get people basically building brand awareness, right? That's what we're doing, whether in a blog post or an Instagram or on LinkedIn or on Pinterest, we're trying to build brand awareness. We're trying to connect with buyers and whether that be people buying your stuff on other sites or from you directly. So if we are going to invest the time into building brand awareness, into posting content, creating content, it may as well be something that belongs to us, right? You've heard the term before, probably on social media, which is don't build your business on borrowed land, which is why I always recommend having a website, no matter what area of the industry you're in or how often you're even sending people to your website, because that belongs to you. If Instagram went away tomorrow, you still have your website. If LinkedIn stopped being a place where we can go and find clients, you still have your site. If you know Facebook goes down or Pinterest 
you know, stops working the way that you want it to, you always have your site to kind of fall back on. So if you're, you have a lookbook up there and let's say you're just getting started, but you think you might want to blog down the road, having a website is the first place you want to start. And then really thinking about how much time we spend on other platforms, doing social media, marketing, building brand, this could really benefit you in the sense that it belongs to you and it will drive traffic. Whatever you type and write and put out there into the world will always drive that traffic back to your site, right? And this is something that I really wish again, like if I could go back and change anything, I really think that I would have invested more time into being consistent on our blog. And I love, I love our blog. I love going back and looking at old posts because I really enjoy writing that content. Like some of them are about trends and colors and runway trends and print trends. And some of it's about, you know, the educational piece, which is helping other designers work on their portfolio. We're talking about different aspects of our industry. And then, you know, some of it's just thoughts on the industry in general. So it's a really nice outlet for me and I really enjoy it. Something else that I think can be really effective you know, if you do post to many platforms, like let's say you're on LinkedIn, you're also on Instagram, you want to utilize Pinterest and you want to blog. It sounds like a lot, right? And it is, it it can be very overwhelming and almost feel like a whole job in and of itself to just manage all of these platforms. But if we're very intentional and we have a plan, it can be easier. For example, we're designers, right? You're working on a new collection. You're going to gather inspiration. You're going to work on the collection, which is, you know, your works in progress. And then you're going to have a completed collection at the end of it, hopefully, right? (laughs) And that's either going to go into an online shop or it's going to go into an email or your portfolio or a lookbook, or maybe a Spoonflower platform or somebody else's online shop to a studio, wherever it's going. By the time you've moved through this process, you have images of your inspiration. Hopefully you've taken a couple, snapped a couple pictures of you working for your works in progress. You have some completed um, art that you could show snippets of or put on a, you know, like a 3D fabric mock-up. You have this content, right, already. So let's say once a month, you write about that process, share a couple of those photos, that's your blog. Then you make a pin you pin it to Pinterest and then you use the other images to post to Instagram. And then you go on LinkedIn one day and direct people to your blog post. And then you go on Instagram one day and direct people to your blog post. And then the blog is encouraging people to maybe join your list or shop your Spoonflower shop. So one, it's basically repurposing content, right? And if you have an email list, it's also a way to just condense down whatever information you've now put on all these different platforms you can just type do a little type up or you can have pieces of that blog post as an email going out to your email list right there's ways that we can repurpose content across a lot of different platforms without it feeling like we're just posting the same thing everywhere and that can be really beneficial to us as surface pattern and print designers as well, when we feel overwhelmed by content. And I like to say in the Print Life membership that while I do believe it is about consistency, it's consistency what you're capable of. And if you know that 
you know, you're doing this part time and you don't have a lot of time for social media content. You don't have a lot of time. You can't write a blog. Like I've told that, I've said that to myself. You don't have time for a blog. Are you crazy? But then you see all this time go by and realize how much more traffic could I have driven to my site? You know, how, how much busier would we be? How many more prints could I have sold? Um, so you do want to do something that you know you can keep up with. And when I say like consistency is key, it is, but it has to be consistency on something that you know you can maintain, You something that works for you. This may mean you post to Instagram once a week. This may mean you post to Instagram once a month. Um, I have to like give myself a little grace sometimes with posting because honestly, though we see a lot of growth and brand awareness, that's going to come whether I post three times a week or once a week. It's just about being consistent in that, in whatever it is you choose to do. So if you are interested in having a blog, but you've been hesitant because it does feel overwhelming, I would say give yourself time, go slow, have a plan, kind of outline the first few that you would do, decide what feels consistent based on how long it takes you to write a few blog posts, and then schedule those out. Maybe that's once a month, maybe that's once every two weeks, but find a way to repurpose content so you don't feel like you're making new content for every platform. And if you can put a strategy or a system together that works for you, it will feel less overwhelming to have a blog. And if you're somebody who sells print collections on different platforms, you have prints with different studios, you're trying to drive traffic because maybe maybe you sell mock-ups or maybe you want to do custom commissions for a very specific type of client. So all of your blog posts could be specifically about how you can help that specific client, right? Because then when that client is looking for somebody to help them with that specific thing, they'll come across you. We did. We had a lot of success doing this when we switched over to swimwear, we started using, you know, swimwear prints, exclusive swimwear prints, swim prints. We started using all these keywords very consistently on Instagram, on LinkedIn and blog posts, and we increased our swimwear client base. So it really does help to be very targeted, to have that plan, to put the strategy in place, get your keywords together and give it a shot. And you'll know after you've done it a few times, if it feels like something where you have a little flow and you can see it becoming easier, or if it's feeling overwhelming or like it's taking up too much time, you know, I think it's fairly safe to say that after doing just a couple blog posts, before you even add on the feature to your site, I would highly recommend just jotting down a plan, jotting down a few ideas, and then actually creating a post or two in Word and seeing how that feels for you. Because if it doesn't feel right or it's not fun for you, you'll know right away. And I think more important than anything, it has to be something you enjoy doing or it's not going to come across the way we want it to, right? To connect and land with the clients. And even if you're doing something that's more visual, like I used to just make trend boards and post trend boards, you can write or you can share visual or you can share actual, you know, copy, um, whatever feels good for you. But I do highly recommend giving it a try in our space, especially because not only number one, is it going to help you build brand awareness? 
by, you know, really establishing that no like, and trust factor. If you're, especially if your website is your name, because you're driving traffic to your website with your name, with a picture of you, the work that you do. And now here's this blog. Also, you're kind of really touching all those key points in connecting to the audience. Right. And then number two, not only does it help you drive traffic to something that's yours. And then number three, it's also driving traffic out to increase sales, right? So it's not just driving traffic to you to get people to be more aware of who you are, but you can also utilize it to drive traffic to the different things that you offer your clients, whether that's on other platforms or your own. But what I find to be the main thing that I love so much about it, other than those really beneficial things, is that I really enjoy it. And I am going to start making sure that I carve out the time to spend on it because I really enjoyed doing it before. And it it was the first thing to fall away when you get busy. And I'm slowly going to be bringing it back. And I, I do think that it's a nice outlet, whether sharing trends or sharing research or sharing knowledge or sharing your favorite tools or or if you're looking to actually get some ads, you know, on you can monetize your blog, but that's a whole other topic. I think for us in our industry, the easiest place to start is just creating the blog, setting the tone, being consistent, having a plan, knowing the purpose and the intent of the blog, and then seeing if you enjoy it. And then once it starts going well, then you can really take a dive into learning more about how to monetize your blog, which is a whole fun other topic that we'll probably chat about at some point. Um, there's so much opportunity out there to monetize a blog, especially in our space. So I would highly recommend at least considering it, do a little bit of research, do side-by-side comparisons, you know, of all the platforms that offer blogging capabilities. I think most of them do at this point. Ours is on show it. So it's a WordPress blog because show it's blog is run through WordPress. So you still have that. We use Yoast SEO for our SEO, and then we create the pins and pin to Pinterest. And it's just a nice little streamlined process that I quite enjoy. But like I said, when it comes to the pros and cons of having a blog, the pros are clear. You know, we're building brand, we're building that no like, and trust. We're driving traffic. We're in control. It belongs to us, right? It's something that is yours that you're building. It's not like other platforms where you're building on driving traffic to somebody else's platform, right? So not only are there those great benefits, but the cons you have to consider too, which is you're going to have to invest the time in having the intention, the idea, what do you want it to be? Um, you have to spend the time in actually creating the content. You have to put a schedule together when you want that content to go live. You have to think about how you're going to make people aware of the blog, how you're going to drive traffic to the blog, um, and utilize the blog to drive traffic to your products. And if you're a surface pattern designer, who's not really interested in the marketing aspect of what we do, which is a huge piece of what we do, if we really want to build sustainable, consistent income, having that marketing hat on about 50% of the time um, is really what's going to get us closer to what we want, right? But there are a lot of us who just love to design and maybe you work with a studio and you don't really feel a need to drive traffic, then a blog may not be the best fit. 
I would say there has to be that spark inside of you somewhere that's telling you like, Ooh, that would be fun. Or I would really enjoy that in order to see some success come from it. If you're resistant to it or you're thinking, Oh, that sounds awful. Managing a blog, writing a blog, um, putting content out consistently. Um, if the idea of it doesn't sound fun to you, then maybe it's a pass. But I would say if you're even a little bit curious, I would just do a little bit of research into, you know, how you can utilize it to connect with clients, how you can utilize it to feature your work, your process, the things that you look to for inspiration, how you can drive traffic to where your prints are sold. I think it's a really good option for us in our industry right now. It's a slow growth, right? You have to be consistent and patient. But like I said, if I could go back and change anything about the way I've done anything in my business, I would probably have been consistent with my blog for this whole time. And now that I can see that, I can see the importance of investing the time going forward. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to see more sales, increase your client list, and build a sustainable business doing what you love, head over to lesliekenahan.com forward slash free training and let's work together. See you next time.